0: will shit myself if I fart.
1: Just go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're prairie dogging it, dude. Just just let it ride. See, the thing is, right, if I do fart and then I'm oh, like, no, that wasn't a fart, I gotta go. Um, you know, I'll be right back.
1: Oh, those farts with like the shit inside already. And like the yeah. fart like takes the scent of the poop surrounding it and it just oh, like man. exits out. Yeah, those are the worst. Yeah, Yeah, it like it passes through it with all joking aside. Like when I'm (laughs) eating bad, like my farts are so horrendous. Like I actually think I should go see a doctor. (laughs) I don't know if that's really like a problem, but like my farts, I've literally made people throw up.
0: So I don't know if apparently if you smell your own farts, it's supposed to be good for you. Uh, (laughs) allegedly. Allegedly. I'm fine.
2: Thank you, Doctor Smith. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> like I, I, I don't
1: understand why they smell so bad, but they do. They smell f- terrible. Oh god! But they god. smell great to me, you know.
0: I'm like, Fair, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'd
1: make you... a cologne out of it if I could.
0: <laughs> Maybe you should, um, uh, go and get um get yourself checked. Maybe
1: I have like eight more years before I need to get a colonoscopy, so. They're fun, let me tell you. Oh, you're about that age, aren't you?
2: The worst part about a colonoscopy is honestly drinking the shit that they make you drink before you get it. You have to drink shit before you. <laughs> Basically, like, well, so so somebody told me it's different now. But when I had it, like, you, they give you like a gallon of this fluid you have to drink, and it's it tastes exactly like super salty Gatorade. Ew. And it's horrible, but you got to drink like literally a whole gallon of it, and you drink it, and you just start pissing out your butthole for hours. You're like, you cannot get off the toilet. Damn. I, I guess I guess the idea is just to clean you out or something, but oh my god, it's that's the worst. Fucking drop a peanut on it. Sounds like Shane just dropped a peanut somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. I think Mike did though. Oh God damn it this has been chaos this was not set up well at all. are we recording? Oh yeah I oh hope. Have, have you got the the backup recording? Mm, yes
0: yeah right okay
3: <laughs> He doesn't believe you <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: we've, we've been there before I got some pumpkin spice creamer. Of the coffee. Ew. Oh, dude, I am so pumpkin spiced out right now. Um, I'm I'm <laughs> ready for the fall, baby. Not I bad. actually got pumpkin spice moisturizer.
0: Are you serious?
2: I'm not even kidding. <laughs> <By> <laughs> I t- just took a shower. <laughs> I lathered myself up and I go downstairs to grab a couple beers to record this podcast. And Elisa's taking a nap on the couch and she like wakes up and goes, what the fuck is that smell? She's like, you smell like a 13 year old girl.
1: (laughs) Isaac White girl. I I, see. I hate pumpkin pie, but I love pumpkin. Everything else. Uh, My grandma makes pumpkin soup and she's Mm. had this like recipe from like her grandmother and they've, you know, I I hate it because there's dumplings in it. I'm like the worst Polish person on the planet, and I hate what? dumplings. Dumplings
2: are amazing.
1: I don't know. I can't eat them.
2: It's like a little pocket of carbs just for you in the middle of your soup.
1: I've been I've been on keto, bro, two weeks, eating healthy, going to the gym
2: every day.
3: Boo. I know.
2: It sucks. I <clears> had <throat> a huge sandwich today. I just had a chicken.
0: <laughs> mashed, mashed taters. Good. So I can't eat like
1: you people though. Like I actually have a, i feel like I have like an addiction to food. That's why I have man boobs. Like you don't get this way eating like normally. Well, no. Mike
0: Mike, they're not called
1: man boobs, they're called movies, alright? Moobies. Yeah. I have an I have an ex
0: girlfriend
1: who her name is Swoobs.
0: Yeah. Swoobs. Yeah. Swoobs to the booch. She sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Did she suck well?
1: I was like fifteen. So when I say ex girlfriend, I put those put that in quotes. I think she like ditched me most of the time, but she you know, we, we did like minor stuff and I bragged to all my friends.
2: Nice. It's probably because you weren't wearing pumpkin spice <laughs> lotion. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> I don't even think pumpkin spice was a thing back then. Uh I'm got glad it. it's a thing now. I got pumpkin spice Cheerios. Oh baby.
3: Oh, really? I'm saving
2: a, saving a box for October though. Che- the, the Frosted Cheerios was, was my shit back in the day. I don't think they still have that, do they?
0: Uh, I do They do in the UK.
1: I'm going to have to smuggle over some boxes when I can eat bad. <laughs> Just put them on a little boat. <laughs> <suddenly>. <laughs> Attach
2: a note to them. <laughs> Alright, uh, let's start this because... We're going nowhere (laughs) fast here, guys. We're (laughs) sinking. I try to keep my head above water. It's not working.
3: Oh, so loud. There it is. All you
2: need is blood. The UHM Horror Podcast with your hosts Ryan, Shane, and Mike. It's so loud. I tried to just turn the volume down, <laughs> and I and on on the app that I'm using, and I got a notification that says this slider <laughs> only affects the volume of your speakers. To change the volume which sounds are played at to others, let Soundpad measure the volume of your voice. (laughs) And I'm like,
1: oh my God. That was one hell of a sip. (coughs) That
2: was good. Wow. What a mess. All right, everybody. We're back. Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, episode 90. Ooh. Gen (laughs) Zero. Ten more episodes. Then we could finally stop doing this. And now we just Yay. we're done. The curse will be over the, that witch put on us that makes us record this.
1: Yeah, Fright's got us for a hundred episode contract.
0: <laughs> uh. You guys got contracts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're getting paid for this, you're not, Shane? Saying... You getting paid?
2: How do you think I can afford all that pumpkin spice?
1: And those soundboards. Yeah, Ooh. I mean four ninety nine is a lot, you
0: know.
2: <laughs> oh man. I drunkenly spend more money on, like, random Steam games than I do this podcast. Like, I'll just be like, oh, that seems interesting. <laughs> Let me buy that and play it for five minutes. I'm done I with s- this.
0: I soberly <laughs> spend money on stuff I don't need.
1: <sighs> I looked at how many records I've bought while I've been unemployed, and it was disgusting. I think I've bought, unemployed. like, close to 100 albums since hey, March. That's not disgusting.
0: That's called a habit.
1: I guess. I'll listen to them for a few times, and then it's like... You know, I don't know when the next time it's to, they just kind
2: of sit there. So, and I've got like do you, 20 more on the way. <laughs> it's stupid. Do you always have like a record playing? Like when you come home, do you make sure you have something on? Usually, yeah. All right. I guess that's worth it then, huh? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I got some vinyl the other day, actually.
2: Well, I should probably do the podcast intro since I didn't do that. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Tudelo. Joining me are my co hosts, Mike Whittemore and Shane Smith. Fellas, uh, vinyl wise, how are we doing? Oh,
0: what? <laughs> we're still here, despite
1: it being the, in the dire, apocalypse. I'm in
2: dire vinyl shape.
0: Oh, yeah. Apocalypse.
2: Oh, well, on the podcast, we like to discuss horror movies, talk shit to each other, various other nonsense, including but not limited to music, movies, games, comics, whatever else happens to come up, or the official podcast of upcominghorrormovies.com. If you want to reach us on Gmail, All You Need Is Blood at gmail.com, the Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood, Instagram, All You Need Is Blood Podcast, and if you're listening to us, it's probably on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, some other things. Type in All You Need Is Blood and subscribe. Oh, and review and rate and um what What is this um, yeah were you improv in this last part i didn't i should i should write that in here i'll <laughs> add it in now subscribe <laughs> review smash that smash that bell the episodes <laughs> i spelled episodes wrong yeah it's not oh, forever
0: it's that bell <laughs> end.
2: holy shit oh all right guys what's going on
0: Let's it's see. Not the end of the world that's
2: it.
1: That's it. Good. Isn't there like an asteroid supposed to hit Earth soon? <laughs> <That's-> I <laughs> hope it's so. It's this weekend. Oh, thank God. That hasn't happened yet. Ugh. Well, it needs to hurry up.
0: Yeah, well, I agree.
1: Because <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm done sitting around. Yeah, let's get this show on the road. If we're having an <laughs> apocalypse, let's get a good one started.
1: Yeah, this long, drawn-out apocalypse, it's oh. not for me.
2: No, no.
1: So what's already. been going
2: on with you, Shane? Anything interesting?
0: Um Uh I've been um sleeping. Um no, I've been <clears throat> buying stuff online <laughs> that I can't really afford, but do it anyway. Yeah. Um I cooked dinner earlier. Um I've been spending less time on social media Because it bores me and I hate it. Um, I have been, I managed to pick up a copy of Prince of Darkness, John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness, on Blu ray for £8.79 last night from Amazon. Um, uh, I got a new sofa. (laughs) You're just making shit up at this point. it was my
2: birthday last month. Shane, this is now the third episode you've <laughs> brought your birthday up. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we do these like once a month.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, Ryan,
1: when Let's you get to sure, that age, right. you forget. You forget a lot I'm old, of things right? you know? I'm
2: fucking milking it, right? He's he's gonna keep doing it until it's actually his birthday again.
0: <laughs> yeah, which is next year. Next July now. Uh, um I pre ordered um, a 12-inch vinyl by a band called The Mission. Um, they've re-recorded a single that came out 32 years ago called "Terror of String. And Sounds like it, it did well. It did, actually. Um, it's been re-recorded using um, musicians from all different genres um, in support of all the frontline workers around the world. Oh, wow. Um, all, all proceeds go towards charities um, for the frontline workers. So uh, that will be coming first week of October, I believe. So I did post a link up on my Facebook Friday. I think it was. Um, but yeah, it's up there to listen to, watch the video. If you like it, subscribe it, or buy it, or just, I don't know, do shit. Um, <laughs> What else being abused by ziggy i'm getting pissed off with my beard shave it no i'm not going to shave it i want to trim it but i'm waiting for my barber to give the go-ahead so i can actually book an appointment and say trim my fucking beard
3: yeah
0: it's been oh let me see november was the last time
2: i got my beard trimmed oh my god yeah
1: so, you men and your beards.
2: <clears throat> yeah, Ryan. What happened with your beard, by the way? Oh, it's still good. I do all my own hair care. I'm I'm waiting for my pumpkin spice uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shaving cream to come in. <laughs> oh my god! Serious, man? No, I don't know. That would be great, though. <laughs> it fucking wouldn't. <laughs> Shit, I bet there. I bet there's a pumpkin spice beard balm. I should look that up. It smells so good. That's it. I fucking quit.
0: I I just quit everything that's just
2: wrong on too
0: many levels. Fucking pumpkin spice beard bomb. Yes, yeah, it's I hope so. Called
1: Lone Bear Beard. Autumn Bear Beard Balm.
2: <laughs> that's a tough one. It's
1: handcrafted in Missouri. Mm-hmm. It's got a medium hold. And it's pumpkin
2: spice. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, Here we go. You know, I do have like a summery beard balm that I've been using. I guess I'm ready for the fall. It's $15 for two ounces. Well, oh, that's way expensive. They're usually like eight.
1: This is Etsy. God, Etsy. Ooh, te- wait, Texas furs. Beard Company. Pumpkin Spice Beard Balm. It's limited edition, Ryan. It's $20 oh, wow. for a-
2: Oh my God.
1: <laughs> a two-ounce <laughs> tin.
0: So that's nothing. I, I, used to pay, I used to pay 18 pounds for my beard. Jesus that's Christ. me fucking coming, I Man, I'm
1: just getting more and more expensive here. There's a pumpkin spice beard oil. Oh, beard oil and balm. Mm-hmm. It's a gentleman's
2: cave pumpkin spice. Yeah, gentleman's cave. That sounds like a gross strip club or something. <laughs> you, it's, it it's
0: $34. My God. That sounds like a euphemism for your arsehole.
2: <laughs> <The> gentleman's cave. <laughs> Step on in, folks. Smells like pumpkin it it spice.
0: Yeah, I might have to go and empty, empty my gentleman's cave shortly,
2: though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're, what were we talking about? Oh, what Shane, Shane was up beard. to. Alright, well, we're done with that. What are you yeah, up to, Mike? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've been
1: still sitting around um, waiting I think every episode Shane says it's his birthday I'm saying that I'm probably going to get called back to work soon <laughs> and it's been <laughs> months um, so we'll see uh, I've been playing more games I've just finished Ghost of Tsushima which was amazing cool. um, PlayStation 4 exclusive uh, I also finished the new Battletoads which was a blast uh, Val and I beat it in like one sitting and it was awesome uh, I've been buying a bunch of vinyl, like that, like Shane, I can't afford. Um, yeah, I've been going to school, I'm taking my electronics um, controls class now, hooking up furnaces without a thermostat and what
2: have you. Without a thermostat?
1: Yeah, it's just like controlling, controlling the
2: main board on it. So what, do you just run it by pressure? Uh, it's not by pressure,
1: it's just by like these switches. Yeah. <clears throat> It's just like
2: different. <laughs> it's like these different kind of switches. Gotcha. I forget what they're called, but yeah. Um... All right, this is gonna sound fucking crazy, but my uncle just like yesterday went through this. Uh, it's an old abandoned um, bearing manufacturing company in Connecticut, mm-hmm. and uh, one of his buddies was tasked with uh, demoing it and clearing it out, like the building itself. They're probably gonna turn it into like apartments or something. That's what they do with all these old facilities um but he went in there and they're like yeah just whatever go dig through shit if you find something you like you can take it so he took the control board for this ancient boiler they had down in the basement
1: oh and it's, wow it's like
2: it's like just a big box with the dials and knobs and switches and all this other shit i'm like what are you gonna do with that he goes i don't know it looks cool <laughs> and his, his wife's like god damn it more garbage for the house
1: yeah we've got uh in my building we've got uh we've got two of those because we got two boilers and it's just like just wires leading to switches leading to wires leading to switches
2: this shit's old i bet this is all like fucking tubes and shit not even wires damn dude that's that's that's
1: really cool that's why i like getting into this field it's super interesting to me the whole like engineering of like operations of buildings and such but um yeah i've been other than that i've just been uh just chilling um trying to keep my head above water and living not Mm. you know i take my test in two months hopefully so i'll get my boiler license and uh hopefully it won't be as fucking miserable
2: yeah that'll fix it (laughs) (laughs) yeah we'll see (laughs) <laughs> awesome well we all wish you luck on your test mike no you don't thanks no the world needs more boiler operators yeah
1: Boilermakers are um are getting out of jobs
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> there, there's no boilermakers anymore
1: uh they're not not too many from what i understand like you have to go like in illinois the boilermakers have to go to other states to find jobs because mm. i think i think everything's going electric now even though natural gas is so cheap.
2: That doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm probably yeah. I'm probably wrong there, but something to do with Boilermakers not having enough work.
2: Well, that'll happen. <laughs> Go back to drinking. I guess that's what the Boilermakers are for. Uh, I need a beer. Yeah, I'm drinking a beer right now. Most manly of beers. Uh, it's called uh, Baby Kittens. <laughs> and it's by a company, Fat Orange Cat, here in Connecticut. And the, on the can, there's like two dozen baby kittens all drawn in. That is very manly. It's not a
1: pumpkin spice. Uh, this is not pumpkin or, flavored, no. They do have pumpkin by me now.
2: Oh, pumpkin. So good. And Southern tier.
1: Yeah, it's really good. Mmm.
2: That's one of my favorites. See, oh, I, don't, I don't drink
0: anymore, so all this falls under
2: fears with me. Oh shit! I don't drink anymore either. <laughs> nor do I drink any less. Good point. <laughs> oh god, I hate myself. Quote the world end. You fucking out. That's right. All right, let's see. What have I, been, I? You know what? I didn't really even prepare anything, but I have a stack of movies here that I got in, and I could just go through those. Uh, I got a copy of the new Predator movie for $5. <laughs> that that one's that was, supposed to be horrible.
0: That was a waste of $5.
2: It's, <laughs> it, oh my god.
1: Hey, that pissed me off so much when I was watching it. And I'm going to tell I'm you gonna... why. I'm going to okay, give you a minor spoiler. Because it made me so upset. I almost turned it off. So the classic line from Schwarzenegger is get to the choppa, right? Mm-hmm. Well, in this fucking piece of shit movie... They have uh, some guy, he points over in this random direction to the scroll, he goes, get to the choppers, and it's a bunch of motorcycles, and I almost turned it off. Uh... <laughs> Man, I was so mad, I was so pissed, I was like, fuck this. They did something like that with another part of the movie, too, but I, I can't remember, and I refused to watch it.
2: You're not setting me up here for a win, Mike. <laughs> no, it's terrible. Maybe shit. <laughs>
0: You could well, I also it, got. You could give it to somebody, and they probably,
2: yeah. Why would you? Why would you give me this? I'll tell you what. You could be easily tricked by this because the cover, <coughs> like it just says the Predator, and it's got like you know one of those like thermal images of the Predator, and you're like, oh, maybe this is just another release of the great movie Predator. No, but but it's not. No,
0: it's not.
2: Bastards. Uh, I also got in Blu-rays of uh, the Haunting. The original from, I think, 1963.
3: Is that what this one is? I,
1: I got, or 63, right?
2: Yeah, somewhere around there. And I got another Blu-ray of The Haunting <laughs> from 1999, I think. Oh, I Liam, Liam Neeson? Liam Neeson, Catherine Zeta-Jones, and Owen Wilson. <laughs> I haven't watched that, I think, since like it came out. You know, that classic. Yes. Yeah. Let's see. What else do I got here? I got a whole stack of great, terrible things. I got some Vinegar Syndrome movies came in this week. Dr. Jekyll's Dungeon of Death. There's a bunch of naked ladies on the cover, so that's got to be pretty good. (laughs) A copy of Old Dracula, which has David Niven playing Dracula. (laughs) I think it's from the 70s. I don't know. That one looks weird. Uh, Blu-ray. Is it a Blu-ray or DVD? No, is a Blu-ray. Of the McPherson tape. I think you saw this, Mike. This is that um, 1989 shot-on video. It's about like... um, Aliens attacking this family, or something?
1: Is it uh, incident
2: in Lake County? Uh, let's see, uh, McPherson
1: tape. Oh uh, no! Uh, let's see. I think uh, the Lake in- or the incident in Lake County is a remake of that.
2: Oh really? I believe
1: so. And that McPherson tape is supposed to be a quote unquote like remake of an actual. FBI, like, uh, video.
2: I don't think this doesn't say anything about an FBI video. This is about some guy that filmed it on VHS.
1: <clears throat> no, I'm saying you're the McPherson tape that's supposed to be like a, a remake of that.
2: Oh, I got it. I got gotcha. you. Like,
1: yep. that's supposed to be like a like a shot, I think. Let me, let me Google. Let me do a quick Google.
2: Here we go. In the meantime, I'll read this notice on the back here. Notice this movie was shot on VHS and edited on tape. Please approach the technical quality of the transfers with empathy.
0: <laughs> Actually, it's funny you talk about DVDs or Blu-rays being so. Well I've got a DVD here for you, Ryan.
2: Oh, that's ready to go.
0: Yeah, it's um, I've, it's family enough. I've just opened it because I was like, "Hang on, there's a package there for Ryan.
2: What film is that?" Oh yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, I've just opened it. That's my,
2: um, uh, death house, right? Yeah, zombie death house. Zombie death house, yeah. Yeah. So I'll get that sent this week. Any any word, Mike, or are you giving up?
1: Yeah, it it says, uh, alien abduction incident Lake County. Um, it's a larger budget version of the McPherson tape and originally aired on UPN on January 18th, 1998. Um, so yeah, it's, the it's a re alien abductions, a remake to the McPherson tape, right? It says
2: this contains UFO abduction. The 2017 director's cut. I don't know. I don't know, but the, this, this, whatever the regular version is only 63 minutes.
1: Well, see, I so... love alien abduction incidentally County. Like, I think that's one of my favorite found footage movies because it's, it looks like a found footage movie, and the ending's creepy, and it's just—it's awesome. I love it. So you gotta let me know how that is.
2: Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'll pop it in eventually. So let's see. Other than that, um, I downloaded the alpha version of Rogue Legacy Two because I love Rogue Legacy, uh, the indie game on. Well, I don't know if Two is out on everything yet, but it will be very shortly. I'm, Sounds sort of, I'm sure. Really familiar. Yeah, Rogue Legacy 1 is on literally every fucking console. Like, it's... They release it for everything. Uh, it's always cheap, and it's... Oh, that, it's that so, looks like
1: uh, Goblins, uh, Ghosts and Goblins. Uh,
2: Yeah, it, it takes a lot of influence from old school games like that. But, like, you get so addicted to it. It's one of those games that... As soon as, it's, it's you know, a rogue-type game, so as soon as you die, it, like, puts you back into a game, and it, like, redoes the entire castle, so, like, you, you don't know where you're going, you gotta go through again. Yeah. And, and you can't stop playing it. You're just like, alright, well, I got enough money to upgrade whatever my strength or unlock a new character or a new class or whatever. And like, let me just try that real quick. And then you play it again and you're like, Oh, well, I died, but I got enough money to upgrade this thing. So let me just try that real quick. Oh, but I died, but let me just try this real quick.
1: That's how dead cells is. And I couldn't put that down.
2: Yes. Yeah. So it's fucking super addictive. And I love the first one. This, this one is a little bit different. There's a little (laughs) more platforming in it, more classes, and I'm not completely in love with it yet, but I feel like they've got to iron out some of the, the kinks and, like, the platforming and the responsiveness. There's, like, a tiny amount of, like, input lag that is infuriating that I never noticed on the other one. And I played the other one. i like, I played it on PlayStation, on the computer, uh, and I think I even had it in a 360 at one point and never no, it had any problems with anything. And for whatever reason, part two, I'm like, what the fuck? I hit that goddamn button. Why aren't you jumping? So, I don't know. But its uh, I'm sure it'll get better. It's just in the alpha stage now. And it's probably going to be sweet. So I'm looking forward to that getting better. Cool. Sounds cool. i uh,
1: It's only like 15 bucks on Xbox. I might pick that up.
2: The first one or the yeah. second one? First one. Yeah. First one's absolutely worth it. I love it. That one's, that one's great. Definitely 15 bucks. One time I bought it. Uh, I was downloading some huge update on the PS4. And I needed to update, I think, I don't remember what it was, might have been Spider-Man and something else. And I needed to do, like, a system update and software update and all that shit. And it was taking so long that I purchased and downloaded Rogue Legacy just so I could play something right away.
1: <laughs> oh, man, those <laughs> oh. fucking downloading games on consoles, new consoles, is a shit show.
2: Yeah, especially within, like, five terabytes. You know, yeah, come man. Come on,
1: guys. I think the new, like, Call of Duty takes, like, 100 gigs or something. It's ridiculous.
2: Jesus Christ. And I don't have, like, great internet. It it would take forever to do that shit. That's so annoying. I say that as I I only download games. (laughs) 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 What are you going to do? Man,
1: don't tell Val that. She'd fucking kill you.
2: I know. Yeah, well... I purchase, mo- I buy physical copies of movies and I download my games. I got to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> I only have so much
1: space, Mike. It's it's a lot easier to download games than it is to, because a lot of it only comes digital now. Like, especially those like, smaller indie games.
3: Yeah.
2: And, and I will say stuff like the Steam store is so good that even when a game stops being sold, you can always re-download it. Yep. Like, they keep it on the servers. If you purchased it, you can always get it back. That's the same thing and... with Game
1: Pass on Xbox. Like, just today, I downloaded five games from Game Pass. Yeah. You know, it's all for free. Well, what's your subscription? But it's like, even if you, you know, you always have it. If it's As long as it's on Game Pass, you'll always have it. Right.
2: Yeah, I'm, uh, I don't know. I, I can't take up space with all these goddamn games. It just can't do it. Games and music can't do it fuck guys i just can't in comics i download all that shit god damn i'm such a nerd so let's get into some news
3: (laughs) thank
1: you val (laughs)
2: <laughs> Has she even heard that we put that in there?
1: I don't, I gotta, I gotta uh, play it for her. She hasn't listened to the podcast. So I, don't think she <laughs> I does. know.
2: Yeah, we, we know that. <laughs> um, all right, what do we got here? Oh, God. Okay, guys, brace yourselves. Uh oh. Tremors 7 Shrieker Island is coming out on October 20th.
0: Oh, my good God. I stopped after four, I believe. Remind me to never watch another Tremors movie
2: again. This one looks so bad. <laughs> they, so, in the last two Tremors films, they had Jamie Kennedy playing Bert's son. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, there is... Oh, God. Like, it's nauseating. And they got rid of him, or he didn't sign up for this one or whatever, and I don't know if it's... Um, If they're still playing Burt's son, but they got in Napoleon Dynamite. I forgot what his name is. (laughs) When Jamie Kennedy
1: is too busy for your movie, don't make it.
2: Oh, I can't imagine how bad this is going to be. Well, it's not like he's uh, filming
0: any cameos for Scream 5. Wait, is he, or you said he's not? No, he's
2: not. Are we sure about this?
0: Well, Scream 5 has been announced for 2022. And as far as I'm aware, Jamie
2: Kennedy has not signed on to reprise his. I'm job. sure
1: he'll. I'm sure he'll weasel his way in somehow.
2: Yeah, they'll squeeze him in somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, Tremor Seven. Uh, I'm not very excited for it. I I hated six. I didn't like five that much. And four. I which one was four? I th- four was the one in the Old West.
1: Yes. Right. I think four was the prequel. Right. Yes. That one was more entertaining than the last two. The first three, I don't mind. Like, I like the first one. Second one was fun. Third one was ridiculous, but it was doable. I love the first one.
2: Oh, yeah, first one's one of my favorites. I love that one. Yeah. It's too funny.
0: It's just too fucking funny. Hmm.
1: I love the story of Kevin Bacon, how he said that uh, when he got the part, I think he went into, like, the street or, like, the middle of his house, and he, like... He cried out in the air. He's like, my career is over. I'm doing a movie with aliens. And he <laughs> thought his career was, like, done for when he signed up for Tremors. And
2: then he said that was one of the most fun movies he's ever made. Oh, yeah. Of course. Well, we get to look forward to the seventh one coming out. They've already canceled, like, two or three TV shows, I think. Of that stupid series. Yeah, he though.
1: I thought he was in one of them, Kevin Bacon.
2: If I remember the story right, he filmed a pilot, and it was so bad that that like they couldn't even sell it to Sci-Fi Channel. Sci-Fi was like,
1: Jesus,
2: that's nah. <laughs> holy God. I don't, maybe there's a copy online somewhere. You know, I don't know. I'll Have to look. There was a previous TV show that was really awful. I think that was a spinoff of one of the, like maybe part four or something or part three. They did a spinoff TV series. Garbage. But anyway, also in sequel news, another part seven, guys. Paranormal Activity 7 coming to theaters March 2022.
1: Why don't they release it during fucking Halloween?
2: I have no fucking idea. Why would you release that in March? You gotta it's like, the, you gotta I, they with, they like, haven't Steve even seen Patrick's Day. I'm assuming they haven't even made it yet and they're already assuming it's bad. So they're just gonna dump it off in March. See, I don't
0: know. Can I just say, right? I take pride in this. I have never watched a Paranormal Activity
1: movie. They're not bad. Like people shit on them, like hardcore people shit on Paranormal Activity, and I get it. But I feel like it's the same crowd that shits on the A twenty four movies. Like when the first Paranormal Activity came out, I saw it in theater. That theater was packed, and it was filled with scared as shit people. And, like, you got to give respect to a movie that actually scares people nowadays. Because it's not, it's not common. And, like, yeah, you know, I was, like, 18 when it came out. And, you know, the theater was probably packed with other 18-year-olds. But, like, it, they do have some, like, good direction in them. There's some good tension in them. I think in, in Paranormal Activity like 2 or 3, there's that scene where the camera is, like, panning very slowly back and forth to the left and right. And that's done super well. Um,
2: Is that the one where you, do you see like uh like you see the demon or whatever I think that's part two
1: I think it was this was three, and you see uh somebody underneath a bed sheet like every time the camera pans to the left, you see it coming like closer and closer oh. and then it gets like right behind the person and then it just you see the sheet fall to the ground. It's played out now, but at the time it was it was done really well. So I don't know. Like I haven't seen the last Paranormal Activity, probably the last two, but I don't know. It's, yeah. you know, if they do it
2: well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I, I've seen one and two. I, I I can't tell you if I've seen three or not because I don't remember it, but I know I've seen one and two, and I thought they were fine. They were, you know, found footage, ghost movie. Uh, It wasn't horrible. I, I didn't think it was great either. I don't think it warranted seven movies to come after it, but...
1: See, I do have a giant soft spot for uh, found footage movies. I really like them, Hmm. so...
2: Well, do you have a soft spot for the X-Files, Mike? No, I've never watched X-Files. Because X-Files Albuquerque is coming out. It's an animated comedy spinoff. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: don't even watch X-Files,
2: and I'm upset. (laughs) Why are they making this? Because it's sounds oh. to- if you if you
0: want
1: X Files and comedy, just watch that Simpsons episode where they make a cameo. Yeah, that one's
2: great. <laughs> Mr. Burns is in the woods. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds dumb. I, it's made from the guys that made Paradise PD, which I see the advertisement on my Netflix all the time, and they're really trying to get me to watch it, but I never have, and I probably won't.
1: It, so, my buddy sent me some clips of that show. It, I don't know. Every sh- every cartoon show nowadays wants to like try to be Family Guy.
2: I'll stick with Bob's Burgers.
1: No, I love Bob's Burgers. <laughs>
2: I think I have the cookbook. Oh my my uh, my buddy Miles has that.
1: No, I got it first I got I think I got that for Val. That's my story.
2: Nice. So, yep x-files uh also speaking of netflix uh netflix's resident evil series the live action series has been announced yeah and they uh the showrunner andre dab 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 i don't know uh has uh, given a little spiel on what it's gonna be about and it says uh it's in multiple timelines in the first timeline 14 year old sisters jade and billy wesker are moved to New Raccoon City, a manufactured corporate <laughs> town forced on them right as adolescence is in full swing. But the more time they spend there, the more the time they realize the town is more than it seems, and their father may be concealing dark secrets, secrets that could destroy the world. Oh, what a surprise. And cut to the second timeline, well over a decade in the future. There are less than 15 million people on Earth and more than 6 billion monsters, people and animals infected with the T-Virus. Jade, now 30, struggles to survive in this new world, while the secrets from her past about her sister, her father, and herself continue to haunt her.
1: Man, like, that pisses me off. Cause while- Just
2: make a fucking Resident Evil show.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, Val is such a big fan of Resident Evil that uh, her and I actually watched a three or four hour video on YouTube explaining the entire story with every single game, every single spin-off. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, it went to shit like 15 years ago, like with the with the story. it it got weird that's, and, that's
2: uh, so long. and
1: convoluted just... with the games, you know, but like. You have the first three Resident Evils, you know, because I don't play them just like watching Val play them has such a cool story. If you could turn that and just to a live action show like you're fine. It's going to be great.
3: Just yeah. just so, like, do Ima- that I like, Imagine.
2: Oh, my God. Imagine if it was just one season of the people being stuck in the mansion going through, like, bullshit. It would be awesome.
1: Yeah, man. Like, you could you could do so much stuff with it. You could create a new, like, well, I guess what they're doing, new characters and stuff. But, like, you're not, though, because they got to be related to Wesker. They got to be related to this. It's like, do something new. And Ugh. and I don't know if this is true, but isn't it the, the guy who did the movies, uh, Paul Anderson, Paul T. Anderson yeah. or whatever, he's... He's somewhat involved in this, isn't he?
2: I don't know. I don't know. I I don't care either. I'm not going to watch
1: it. Sh- you should have seen the look on
2: Fale's face when I told her about it. I was like, hey, they were doing a Resident
1: Evil show. And she just like deadpan looked at me. And I just never brought it back up again.
2: hey have you ever watched the resident evil animated films yeah i watched uh
1: regeneration or degeneration it wasn't bad i I
2: liked it i watched one of them yeah it was one with leon in it and i was like oh okay it's like a character that i know from the video games doing (laughs) stuff like why don't you just do that
1: yeah and it was fine like it wasn't bad it you know had it had really good animation for the time yeah so, I don't know. And they're just... Ah, this is going to suck balls. It's I just want sad. Resident Evil 8 to come out already. And then you have the reboot of the Resident Evil movies coming out.
0: Oh, God, oh, God. really?
1: Yeah. I don't know what it's supposed to be about, but Val wasn't a fan of that news either.
0: No, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Quite frankly, I don't care. I gave up on I can't believe I actually paid money to go and see the last
2: two movies at the cinema and walk. I away. can't believe you did that. That's insane to me. I know, I
0: know.
2: I think I stopped at the second one. I saw the second one. I'm like, that's enough.
1: I, I see. I like the first two, but like, I think my buddy and I went to go see the third or fourth one in the theater. And my buddy loves, you know, every kind of movie there is. And he even he was like giving an eyebrow to one of the scenes. There was a scene where like zombies are coming out of shipping containers. And, like, of course, you know, Mia Jovovich has got fucking psychic powers now. And, like, these zombies keep coming out. Like, there's a hundred zombies in these shipping containers. And I'm looking at them like, how many zombies are in this damn thing? They just, like, wouldn't stop. And then she, like, blows them up with their mind. I don't know what
2: the hell went on. (sighs) Yeah. Uh, So I'm not looking forward to that. But what I am looking forward to... As we had a whole slew of DC comics stuff coming out of their DC fandom. Yep. Fandom, whatever it is. Fandom. And they they unloaded just a ton of shit, uh, including a trailer for Zack Snyder's Justice League, uh, which reuses the Hallelujah song that I think they used in Watchmen. They did. And features some really bad CGI. So, um,. <laughs> I'm hoping they could get around to clean some of that shit up. I
1: hope this goes well for Zack Snyder because he needs he needs a win.
2: Oh yeah, well he's got um shit. What's that? He's doing another zombie movie, right? That's coming out. What the oh yeah, that? you're right. What is that? Oh, I mean that's got to be good. See, I
1: I really like Zack Snyder. I mean,
2: he has made some of my favorite comic movies. Watchmen and 300 are fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's called Army of the Dead. Oh, that that's what it was. Yep. So he's got that coming. Um I don't know. People are really hoping that if this is like good enough that they'll let him continue the Justice League story in into a sequel or something. And I'm kind of just like I don't know. Just let him have this and then just keep moving past it. You're already you're already moving past this with the rest of the stuff DC's doing. I think uh And the trailer, yeah, it looks like a much darker tone than a theatrical Justice League, which some people are very happy about. And I'm not sure how different it's going to be. I mean, I'm assuming a lot of the same plot points it's going to hit. But But, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I'm excited to watch it either way, whether whether it's terrible or great. I
1: skipped it. So this is going to be my intro to Justice. Like I like I don't give a shit about any of the like these characters. Like Batman, <laughs> I'm cool with, but like Ben
2: Affleck Batman, I'm not. I don't know. He's a, he's a decent Batman. As someone who shits on his movies, I mean the the Zack Snyder Batman yeah. v Superman, he's a pretty good Batman. Like I like him as the character. I like uh, Henry Cavill's Superman too. Oh, he's he's great, but I just wish he was in better movies. Like, I did not like uh, Man of Steel, and he was just miserable in Batman v. Superman. Like, if we could have that same actor, Henry Cavill, is is like, you know, I don't know. I'm not happy, but, like, a good Superman that's, like, positive. You could have Batman be dour and miserable. Like, yeah, absolutely, he's Batman. I don't need Superman to be that way. That's the contrast between them. So, but, yeah, he's good, too, and... Aquaman's terrible. Uh, I, Carl Drago is not great <laughs> as Aquaman. I wish they um,
1: replace. I think there's a petition to replace Amber Heard with like Danny DeVito. Oh
2: <laughs>
3: and
1: well, just no going to say somebody it. else,
2: but Danny DeVito's <laughs> fucking much better.
1: Just and no one mentioned anything about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because she lost her court case with Johnny Depp, didn't she?
1: Yeah. Not only that, <laughs> she lied through the whole damn thing, and oh yeah, Johnny Depp was the actual. Uh, The one getting abused. She like took a shit in their bed. (laughs) Like fuck you.
0: Now you're talking Danny DeVito. I'm ready. Poop's funny. But um, actually, I did forget one thing. I did watch that Peninsula sequel to Train to Busan. Oh yeah, I did too. Oh, it's alright. Yeah, it was alright. That about sums it up. (laughs) Yeah, it's alright. Nothing
2: to write home about. It's a sequel. We could do a little. We could do a little review of that you guys want all right let me, let me finish up my dc real quick and then we'll <laughs> go into that yeah before i get sidetracked here all right there was also a wonder woman trailer it looks like another wonder woman movie yeah get to the good, God stuff. good stuff fine <laughs> batman trailer Absolutely. come on guys that looks great so batman yeah, it looks awesome this it looks dark gritty there's a fucking amazing beatdown in it like he just keeps hitting the guy and you're like oh no that's enough Stop! He's already dead. <laughs> um, and it's got the Riddler in it, and I'm like, oh my god, maybe, just maybe, this Batman will have to do some actual detective work and crime solving instead of just walking into a room and punching people. This might be the one, guys.
1: What I what I don't like is are they like okay? This is gonna sound really uh, weird, but like what I what I don't like is. I understand Joker was a standalone movie Mm -hmm. like and then this. I don't know what they're planning to do with Robert Pattinson and everything, but I heard Ben Affleck is coming back now. Like how many different I just don't like all the different timelines of these DC flicks.
2: Yeah, they're, they're getting a little confusing, but the Ben Affleck one makes sense because that's actually another one I got listed here. He's coming back in the Flash movie, the same Flash movie that's going to have Michael Keaton play old Batman.
1: So are they? So are they having different? Ty- like I just picture it as different comic series, like different comic like lines. Is yeah,
0: that we're like going that. for? Apparently, this yes. one's supposed to be year two or something.
2: Well, they they're not going to really call it that. Uh, well, okay. it's it, it's year two in that. That's the second year Batman's doing his yep. stuff, but they are doing. Different universes. The multiverse is what DC likes to call it. Right. So, and and they do it quite often. Like there's, you know, if you go, if you read any of the DC comics, like if it's one universe where, I don't know, everything's really cartoony and goofy, like the, um, what do they call it? The animated series, the Batman, the animated series, that has its own universe. Right. So there's like, you know, one where everything's all goofy and cartoony and fun. And then there's another one where, You know Ben Affleck is gunning down people outside of a building, and you're like, okay, it's just different things that are happening. And the Flash can jump between universes.
1: See, that's really cool.
2: So, I think that's where they're going with this. So, yeah, having Ben Affleck in there, Keaton in there, I'm hoping they don't tell anybody, but they sneak in, like George Clooney or, like, some other weird Batman shit from some of the other movies. Like, don't announce it. Just let it happen in the theater and let everyone shit their pants When when is that supposed to come out, Flash movie? Uh, 22, I think? I know it's not next year. I think it's 22. So, that should be entertaining. And then we got two new games they announced. Uh, one is Gotham Knights, made by WB Montreal, who made the Arkham Origins game, which was probably the least liked of the Batman series, but I thought it was good. It was Yeah, fun. I heard it was decent. Uh, I actually liked it better than Arkham Knight, the the last one they made. So, I don't know. You can see... Where it falls in there. But apparently it's not related to the Arkham series. Like, it looks like it should be. Yeah, because it's what Oracle's Batgirl. And she's not paralyzed anymore. Yeah, they bring her back in the comics, though. They give her, like, a spine implant, and then she's fine. Don't worry about (laughs) it. Oh, okay. It's it's a comic book, man. People come back. People come back from the dead all the time. And uh, also, uh, Rocksteady, who made the Arkham series... Is releasing Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. That is. And that is taking place in the Arkham Universe. Oh, Oh. that is? Yes. He said it officially is an Arkham. Like, that Harley Quinn is the Harley Quinn from the uh, the Arkham games.
1: Oh, man. That's great. I got to replay those.
2: I can't wait for this. It's going to be fucking ridiculous. The trailer, I know it didn't even show any gameplay. Like, I don't know what the game's going to be like. But I've got enough confidence in Rocksteady that they're going to put something out that's really good. And it looks funny. It looks insane. Captain Boomerang has a really bad Australian accent. Just exactly what I want. Like, mwah, chef's kiss. So, yep, that's the uh, DC fandom. But uh, let's get to your Peninsula review, Shane. Ugh. Me? Well, me and Mike. Yeah. Me. No, Mike, you're not allowed to talk. That's Shane fine. only. No, shut
0: up, Ryan. Yeah, Mike, you can join in as well. Yeah, um, Peninsula. The um, sequel to train to Busan, which um, has to be said, I was um, I was looking forward to it. You know, I saw the trailer when it came out, and I was like, Ooh, "This looks cool." And then I watched the film. Um, the film itself is not bad; it's okay. It's basically set four years after Train to Busan, so the Korean pen- Peninsula. Um, is devastated and Jung Siok, former soldier who has managed to escape overseas is given a mission to go back and unexpectedly meet survivors which um, sounds good on paper but there really is nothing of, Is of it has nothing what the original movie had um, it's kind of disjointed in places I felt that storyline story wise, I mean it was it was okay but it was nothing spectacular. Basically it's become you know, the peninsula is basically a wasteland. You know, there's nothing left. There's very few survivors and you've got good guy survivors and then you've got the bad guy survivors and the bad guy survivors kind of kick ass towards the end. But it's almost like they are kidnapping survivors and making them fight in some kind of, like, tournament where if they survive and they're lucky to survive another day, you know, they... Basically, they'd be lucky. I think they'd have better luck if they actually got eaten by the zombies, you know, because um, it's kind of pitiful. But um, there's been... There's been a few people who have say who have said that, you know, this film kind of sucks in comparison to Train to Busan, because at the end of the day, Busan was fucking amazing. This is not exactly amazing. It's kind of dull, it's a bit slow. Um, some of the fight some of the action scenes with the zombies are kind of cool, but that's about all it's got going for it. Um, some of the scenes in it look amazing. They do. I will say that. Um, too many car chase scenes. Um, too many people. Well, another thing with this, actually, I will say, is kind of like Anglo English, because you've got they're talking in Korean as well as English. As well, really? Yeah. So it's um, because there's like an, there's some kind of American base or a warship nearby. Obviously, they're trying to collect the survivors, um, and they speak English. So you've got the Koreans actually speaking English as well as Korean. You know, so it's like phone calls they're having, it's the phone calls, they're in English. And that took me a little while to grasp when I was watching it, because I was like, huh? Okay. Um, But I've... uh, you know, i guess in a sense i've seen better i mean i wouldn't say it was the best sequel in the world but it's got some it's got some fairly good um, scenes in it but the story is okay and actually just looking at some of the reviews on here it's um it's like as for the car scenes for a moment i thought i was watching the wrong movie and it was actually uh, watching a fast and furious zombie sequel uh oof yeah the CGI word yeah the CGI was um kind of poor as well um but there are some fairly good scenes but I wouldn't I wouldn't rate it highly I'd give it a 5 out of 10
2: Did it have some of the same like fun elements that like the first one did I didn't think so like, like, I can remember, when, like, when they had the baseball team, and, like, all the kids are hitting zombies with bats, and, like, no. shit just starts exploding.
0: There's
1: none of it. Like, well, e- there is a little every, bit.
2: I just like that every station they go to, things just get, like, progressively worse, and they're like, oh, fuck, go, go, go. So, like... And there's, like, the added comedy elements in the first one.
1: You gotta see... Like, Train to Busan was really, um... I don't want to say like revolutionary, but it really did give me hope that the zombie genre would go somewhere unique. You know, on a train, it was it was really neat. Like you said there was, like different like cliques, of people reminded me of like Snowpiercer in a way, you know.
3: Yeah, yeah. But yeah.
1: um Peninsula is straight up like just a zombie movie. And this is exactly what I feared what it was going to be ever since I saw that first trailer. I just felt like it was going to be a generic zombie flick. And that's exactly what it turned into. The plot is very thin. It has, the, like Shane said, a bunch of people going to the old Peninsula Island of where the zombie outbreak, zombie outbreak initially, it was like ground zero for the zombies. And they, he wants them to uh, steal back money from a truck.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: that part, yeah. Like, that was all explained in the beginning, and the rest of the movie is them trying to get that money. And there's a big ship on the side, and they're like, hey, we'll give you three days. You come back with that money, we'll let you inside, and then we each split, like, two and a half million dollars. Everyone's like, oh, gung-ho about it. So they go to the peninsula, and obviously shit hits the fan. Like, there's nothing that's keeping you from, I mean it's super predictable the characters are okay the acting is decent like but everything is so predictable and if this could have been titled anything else it's so loosely based on train to busan like the only thing it shares is the universe the only thing it shares is a plot point that they have to go back to the peninsula and get a truck like that's as a train to busan as you can get and, it, you know, I, I thought it was going to be like this. And then Val and I went to go see it a couple weeks back. And, you know, it was nothing special. There, There's so many car scenes in there. And CGI looks pretty terrible. Like, yeah. if you've seen a Fast and the Furious movie, they just combine zombies and Fast and the Furious. Um, there's a bunch of plot holes in it. It's just, there's some unique characters. I like the, the head asshole. He played a good, yeah, shitty character.
0: He, he was quite... Um...
1: There's like, there's some kids in there that do a really good job acting wise. The ending is super drawn out. It would not fucking end. Um, Yeah. Other, uh, other than all that, like I, I'd give it like a six out of 10. I didn't think it was the worst movie I've ever seen, but it, it didn't break any barriers like train to Busan did, you know, train to Busan. Mm -hmm. It's like, Hey, there's that zombie movie that takes place on a train. There's all these like cool things that make it stand out. This is like generic zombie movie. Number one, but it had like a good enough amount of like decent characters in it, just to like put it over the edge for me to six. But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't waste my money with it.
0: Do You know what? I would, I will say this after this sequel. I mean, the prequel Soul Station that was kind of dull, even though that was an animated movie. Then you've had Train to Busan, which was amazing. Peninsula. I just hope they don't do another sequel. That's how I feel about this one.
2: Didn't do it for you, huh? No. Yeah, sometimes you're better off just sending it. Yep.
0: I should have just left it with trying to go and not mm. bothered.
2: Yeah, that's disappointing.
0: By all means, watch it. You might find you might think differently to what yeah. me you might think, but you know, is personally, it didn't do anything for me. I wasn't. I don't think I'll be watching it again.
2: Word. All right. Well, that's a that's a nice little uh, aside, I guess. So, I'm sure you'll you'll receive some shit. I I think I've been hearing good things from people on this. Oh, I don't
0: give a fuck what people think.
2: I mean, but this is people's just, opinions are terrible.
0: Oh, this is just my opinion. So screw the fucking lot of it. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but no, see, no, that was just my
0: personal opinion. You no, know, yeah. people are going to watch it. They're
2: going to make their own opinion up of it. Um, I, I it, wonder, because I have seen some people saying positive stuff about it, I wonder if a lot of that is just because there hasn't been... We've been so deprived of, like, you know, movies coming out and shit that you're just like, oh, there's a new, you know, <clears throat> decently budgeted horror movie? Oh, I yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah, well, I
0: get that, yeah. but I, I'm just... I'm... I was nonplussed.
2: Very good use of word, Shane.
0: <laughs> well, I am British. My vocabulary, my English vocabulary is very
2: good. Excellent. Apparently. All right, boys, let's get to our main topic for today. Uh, Mike, you came up with this one, right? You wanted to go over some horror TV shows? Yeah, that would be kind of a decent idea. Right.
1: Since we don't really right. uh, talk about horror TV shows. Right, well, while you do that,
0: <laughs> I'll
2: be right back. Oh, here we go, folks. We're well, let t- me. Uh, let's, let's take like five because I'm going to get some more coffee real quick. Is that cool? more coffee, take a shit. Okay, got yeah, it.
0: Yeah, that's what a plan to me. Okay, I'll, I'll literally be right back.
2: Do what you gotta do.
3: I'll just sit here. Ugh.
2: All right, I'm back. Oh, good. I don't think Shane's back. Yeah, I'm just re- I'm reading this post on uh UHM. I, I know you've seen it. You responded to it. Of this guy who says he never saw, Carpenters the thing. And it oh, sound- I know. It sounds like it's really overrated. <laughs> I'm like Mike must have been fucking fuming when he read this. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, it's like ah, you know, he's not even seen the movie. He's he hasn't like, even seen it.
1: He bashes how like overrated it is, and then he's like, no, I'll try to keep an open mind." I'm like, "I don't think you're going to," because no.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the thing is definitely not overrated. It is no. perfectly rated. It is exact. It gets the amount of respect it absolutely deserves. Yeah. So did you see um, Peninsula in a theater? Yeah. How would uh, that go? It was fine. Like,
1: uh, AMC's got really cool um, guidelines for COVID. The closest theater to me, though, was, like, downtown. So I had to take a train and walk, like, 20 minutes <laughs> to go to the theater. But uh, we have the AMC A-list. So when we picked their seats out on the app, it X'd out, like, two seats surrounding ours, Oh, okay. So no one could sit by us. <clears throat> Everything was really clean. I'm I'm you know, a lot of people are like against the whole going to the theater thing and I understand, but they at least AMC they were doing really well with like cleanliness and It was cool seeing a theater or movie in a theater again.
2: Yeah. I was upset cuz um, all my cult classics they haven't had them obviously in months and it's like I felt so bad. I feel bad for the guy that runs them that he's just like, there's nothing I can do. Like, first of all, the movie theater they have it in is this tiny little theater and it is disgusting. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you can't put people in that. Maybe under regular circumstances, you shouldn't be in this theater.
3: Yeah.
2: But, uh, <laughs> even under COVID time, you're like, no, nah, this is a no go. Although he said he is doing a drive-in experience in New York of two Henelotter movies. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) shit, I want to go now. Yeah, they're doing a flashback weekend
1: is a yearly thing in Chicago, like a convention. And they're doing a flashback drive-in, like September 17th. It's like six or seven hours long or something.
2: Drive-ins are coming back. That's really neat. Yeah, there's there's one that, I mean, it, it kind of went away. It closed down, and then um, somebody else bought it, and they, they only open it during, like, Saturdays in the summer, and they show, like, but it's only, like, family movies and Jaws. Like, they <laughs> show they show Jaws in the beginning of the summer every year, and then after that, it's just, like, family movies. But some of them are good. You get, like, the Sandlot or um, Ghostbusters, you know, something that, like, everybody could watch. Yeah. One time they did Friday the 13th in October. I went to that. That was awesome.
1: I'm trying to... I'm hoping they do the uh, 24-hour horror movie thing again, but I don't think they're going to this year. And last I mean, year we couldn't go because Vail's dog bite, so...
2: Right, right, right. But just think about it. They can only sell half the tickets? Like, okay, now you're getting half the income? Like, are they mm-hmm. even worth doing?
1: Yeah, it sucks. is a wash.
2: I hate it, man. I hate 2020. Uh, but even still, like I went to a party yesterday. It was uh, my cousin's engagement party and we go there and I was like, I don't want to be around these people. Like, you know, I've got like that mentality in my head. I just like, I want to, I want to go over at my own little table away from all them. I'll talk to, you know, my cousin and Elisa and we'll sit there with like four people that we're going to talk to for the night and then we're just going to leave. Like, I don't even want to be involved in this like huge mass of people. That's better. That's weird. I didn't hear a flush, Shane. <laughs> I Flushed. <laughs> I always flush and wash my hands and threw it out the window. <laughs> yeah, at the neighbor's downstairs with a bar you, were, of dogs. you were worried about the audio fidelity, so you decided instead of putting that on mic, you were just going to toss it out. It's the right thing to do. Of course. Oh, something we didn't bring up, I probably should have mentioned, was that uh, Chadwick Boseman had died.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was unexpected.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. I can't believe that guy was doing, like, those Avengers movies and everything, and he was going through cancer, and he was, like, jacked. Like, completely yeah. ripped. And you're like, holy shit. How do you pull your body through that? Like, that's that's got to be so difficult. <clears throat>
1: It's it's something I can't comprehend. You know what I mean? I will never be able to be in his shoes. Yeah, right.
2: You know when you're getting your six pack, Mike, and like you try, (laughs) you're trying to lose that last like ten pounds.
1: Oh, totally,
3: man.
2: Yeah, I I completely relate to that. I'm sure we all do.
1: I got to lose that last like a hundred
2: pounds.
3: Yeah,
1: and then I'm
2: I'm, then I'm there. (laughs) I'm working on a six pack right now. Right now I'm on number two.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Don't spill! Don't spill! Don't spill!
2: Pumpkin Spice. Go. Yeah, boy.
1: I can only eat for the next 35 minutes, so.
2: Let me ask you this, Mike. Is that Pumpkin Spice coffee, is that like an, an additive or is that like the coffee itself?
1: That's the coffee creamer.
2: Oh, the creamer. Okay. Yeah. I use Dunkin' I...
1: Donuts. I have a Keurig. I just have the Dunkin' Donuts cups. Oh, I gotcha.
2: Yeah, because I ordered a uh, Pumpkin Spice coffee, the beans.
3: <laughs> yeah?
2: Oh, yeah.
1: I didn't know they made them. Who does? Oh, I didn't know, like, there was pumpkin spice beans. Like, I'm so new to coffee, I don't know anything about it.
2: Where did I get it? It should be coming this week. Let's see here. My pumpkin spice tea got delivered. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure Shane loves that. (laughs) Republic of Tea, pumpkin spice black tea. Autumnal spice blend. And then my pumpkin coffee. Oh, it's coming in on Friday. Well, as long as it's here before October, I guess that's right. Oh, I can't wait, man. I am so ready for October this year. We're, we're definitely doing a ton of movies. I'm going to take like a week off in October because I didn't go anywhere this year. I'm thinking I'm just going to watch movies.
1: That's what I'm, I'm, I'm on.
2: Uh, movie number 88
1: in two months. <laughs> that's all I've been doing. What's the worst one so far? Uh, The worst movie I've watched According to my IMDb list Let's see Let's see uh, Sort by your rating We'll go the other way Uh, Mimic 2 Or Mimic 3 Is so far my worst (sighs) 3 was in the future, right? No. Three is they tried to do a rear window type thing where that kid's sick and he's spying on people with uh, the telescope.
2: Yeah. Okay. What am I thinking
1: of? That was fucking garbage. It was only 77 (laughs) minutes. There's a kid. He's spying on this woman from across the way in another apartment complex. His sister actually talks to her and he brought her over and she's like, yeah, this is where my brother spies on you. And it's this. This chick actually starts, like, to fall for him. And, like, they see a murder. And it's not even she just starts to fall for him. She, like, she knows he's, like, autoimmune, like, disabled. Like, he'll catch sickness no matter what. And she's like a bubble boy. Yeah. And she gives up, like, smoking for this guy. And he's, like, really weird. And, like, he sees a murder with the the bug, which now is so lazy. They're just like, yeah, it's just giant cockroaches. In the first movie, it was, like, a, a cool, like you know, uh, um, an amalgam of different things that scientists made to fight this other thing. It was interesting. this so one, they were like, yeah, they're just big bugs. And Lance <laughs> Henriksen's in it and Amanda Plummer's oh, in yes. it. And it's so bad. I gave it a two. And then the, the it goes The Darkness with the Kevin Bacon. That movie sucked. And
2: the Leprechaun darkness. 4
1: is in there. The Nostril Picker's the in there. The Space one.
2: Space is bad, yeah. yeah. So. The Darkness. Oh, I'm thinking <laughs> of that song from that. I believe in a thing called love. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) The band The Darkness, interesting piece of fact, don't live that far from me. Really? That's interesting. They live in a a city called Lowestoft.
2: Have you seen them play?
0: No, because I fucking
2: hate them. (laughs) 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 Oh, we were obsessed with that song in college. (laughs) I can't
0: see why. That song sucked.
2: It was mostly alcohol-related.
0: Oh, well, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all. But seriously, um, I I genuinely dislike the band The Ducks. Even that lead singer was a complete fucking dick.
1: I only know that song. Yeah, that's all I know. Just be I, frank,
2: don't know. I, told I don't you think right. I've ever heard any other song from them.
0: They released a they released a Christmas single called um, Christmas Bell. Uh, was it Christmas time? Don't let the bells end. Oh
2: um,
0: yeah! Oh <laughs> god! But what was really funny was that they purposely did it just so they could get the word bellend in a uh, in a song title. That's funny. Yeah. Which I'll give them their dues. That was funny. That was the only funny thing they did. But...
2: Do they still play that song like on the radio at Christmas time?
0: Yeah, they do, unfortunately.
2: <laughs> right next to
1: Bing,
0: Car- uh, Bing Crosby.
2: Bing Crosby, Mariah Carey, and The, the Darkness. darkness.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're not going to believe this, but every single Christmas, every single Christmas song that you can think of re-enters the UK top 100 singles chart.
3: Oh we- without
0: fail, every single fucking year.
2: Ugh. Well, I'm going to download The Darkness, uh, Christmas song, and... Uh gonna sneak that onto Elisa's Christmas playlist. See if she notices.
0: She'll probably say what the fuck is this Turd shite <laughs> uh, Yeah, turd shit. Another, go-
2: another good one, Shane.
0: Thank you very much. I'll be here all week and <laughs> try the veil.
2: <meal. laughs> Holy shit. All right, let's uh let's fucking get somewhere here guys. Let's do our well, topic. Least, yeah at
0: least we've got some good shit references in there tonight. Yes.
2: Excellent. Um all right, so so our horror TV shows. Does anyone want to start?
3: I don't really no? care.
2: Alright, well I actually watched two. So, um I'll now, start look at off you. On. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm I'm on it, man. <laughs> uh first I watched The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. And this one is created by Mike Flanagan, uh, who did Oculus uh Gerald's Game, and Dr. Sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And, um, yeah, so this is a retelling of the the story, The the Haunting of Hill House, which was also made into The Haunting, which I mentioned earlier, from 1963 or whatever it was, and The Haunting remake with Liam Neeson uh, in the 90s. And this is definitely the best version of the, uh, I guess you could call it the story. Um, I'm not sure how close this gets to the book because I haven't read the book. I have no idea what's in it, but I know it's nothing like the Liam Neeson one. So (laughs) Um, the show focuses on a family uh, who moves into uh, this house, um, the Hill House, and they experience various spooky paranormal type things throughout their lives, or some of them do at least. And uh, the show is nonlinear. It jumps around in the timeline like it'll be back when... All the kids are, like, um, you know, uh, teenagers or pre-teens or whatever. And then it'll flip forward to when they're in their, like, 30s or 40s. And it sort of bounces back and forth as the story goes along. And you kind of fill in the gaps as as the show moves forward. Um, And there's kind of two big plot points that happen in the show. One, uh, at some point, the mother essentially loses her mind and kills herself. And two, when one of the siblings uh, dies in the house... And it goes around, It sort of, it doesn't really come out and say, yes, there's definitely ghosts and they're definitely scaring these people or doing whatever. But it does sort of play mind games with like, oh, this person is seeing this thing, but is it really there? We're not really sure. And um, it leaves a lot to like, if I went back and rewatched this, I think I'd be able to pick up a lot more things that were happening like in the show. Like now that I know where it's going. Uh, which is kind of interesting to say for, like, a TV show. Like, I don't usually talk about, like, re-watching a TV show. Um, the cast is really good. It's got, um... Shit, how do you say this name? Mikhail <laughs> Huseman. Sure. Uh, I think that's how you say his name. Uh, Elizabeth Reeser, Oliver Jackson-Cohen, uh, Kate Siegel, who is not Katie Seagal. That's different. And Victoria Padretti. Um... And I think the cast does a really good job. Everybody is excellent in their performances. Uh, the only negative I will say is that when I first started watching this, I had a hell of a time trying to tell the female, the female actresses apart from each other. Because, like, it sort of dumps you into the story, and you're like, okay, which, which daughter is this? Is this, like, the youngest or the twin? Or is this one the teenager? And then, like... When they're in their 30s, they're all women in their 30s with long, dark hair wearing overcoats, all of them. And there's like five of them. And the mother looks very similar as well. And I'm like, all right, I have to, like, actually pay attention to who's saying what so I can figure out which character is played by which actress. Um, So that was kind of the only negative But other than that, I mean, I thought it was a really, really good show. Um, Super interesting in the story. It really made you, like, want to keep watching. You want to know what... You want to know both what happened in the past, and you want to know what's going to happen to the characters as the the timeline sort of moves along. So it's uh, pretty awesome. I definitely recommend it. It it was a relatively short watch. I think it was, like, maybe 10 episodes. And, yeah, definitely one of the better horror themed tv shows i've watched in a long time. Um, there's one episode in particular at the funeral home and it's all done essentially in like one long shot or at least the majority of it is and it plays out like a play and it's it's the most intense episode where all these people are like going through all these emotions and each person has an individual breakdown and the camera's panning around as they're arguing with each other and excuse me the whole family's like falling apart at that point uh it was really good so um yeah Haunting of Hill House 100% recommend um, um and I know they're making I don't know whatever you call it a sequel or another season or whatever but it's I don't think it's going to be these characters I think it's a different story but it's the same like people making it and I'm hoping that it comes out just as good as this one was because it was pretty fucking awesome, uh, Mike. You saw this one, right? I've seen uh, episodes of it. Uh, Val was watching it one day, and I caught a couple
1: episodes. And one of them was the funeral parlor home episode. And I, man, that was. I am such a egomaniac when it comes to like that kind of stuff. So when I saw like the uh, the one the long takes and everything, I, I knew I had to watch the rest of the season. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. I thought I mean the acting was really good. Um, the little things that you can catch in the background. I thought that was really well done. Oh,
2: yeah, like they they'll they do hints throughout the whole thing. and like once you once you learn something later in the series, you're like, oh my God, I saw that like two episodes ago that thing was behind them, and you're like, oh okay, that's what's going on. there's there's like a buildup that they go through, especially for one of the characters. and when they finally give the reveal of it, I kind of saw it coming. Um, I don't want to spoil what it was or who it was, but I was like, yeah, that that's this probably, I think I know who this character is or what, how this ghost is related, uh, and it turned out to be the case, but it was fucking awesome the way they did it. Um, yeah, great, great show. Yeah, Have you watched this one, Shane? I haven't, actually. I think you'd really like this. This is a great one. Because it's not, it's like, again, it's fast-paced and you want to keep seeing where it goes. Uh, it's one of those ones where the show drags you along. You're like, yeah, I just gotta I'll watch one or two more tonight, you know, that's it. And then yeah. you end up watching like six of them. So yeah, Welcome. great show. Cool. So what do you guys got? Shane, you got one? Yeah, I have
0: actually. Um I was gonna go through American Horror Story.
2: Oh, thank you, Shane. That I hope you can do in the first season.
0: I was gonna run through all very quickly.
2: You're going to do all of them?
0: (laughs) Well, basically, the general synopsis is it's an anthology series, and it's based over ten seasons. But I'm just literally going to run through each of the the episodes, each of the seasons really quickly. Um, Season one was called um, Murder House. Um, It was basically set around a haunted house, um, which kind of fits nicely in with what you were talking about. Mm -hmm. And it's set around a married couple who move in with their daughter and basically lots of ghostly weird goings on. And um, it's kind of funny because it's, oh, hang on a minute. Who are the actors in this one?
2: I got it right and... here, Shane, because that was my second series that I watched. Oh really? <laughs> yes.
0: Oh so you finally watched it
2: then. I did, Shane. I did. I watched yeah. I watched one season and I watched a little bit of the second season. Yeah, see,
0: for me season one was good. It was it was kind of it was kind of slow, obviously it was introductory to all the characters, but season two was definitely way better. Way better than the
2: first season. But but yeah. Season one was like Dylan McDermott and uh, cool. Connie Britton, Evan Peters, obviously. Yeah, Jessica Lange. Totally.
0: Yeah, but Jessica Lange is just fantastic in that. But yeah, I mean, so you've basically season one is about the family moving into a haunted house. They don't know it's haunted, but they keep seeing characters walking yeah. out of the house as if it's their own, and they can't work out why, and it all becomes reality that they are actually ghosts in the house and it all gets a bit twisted and a bit fucked up, especially the guy the Gimp outfit. The guy in the Gimp. I thought was kinda funny. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah it was a good series. I mean it I liked it because it lent it sort of like it touched on subjects like past murders in Hollywood and stuff like that. Like the Black Dahlia murder and but all these other little things all these other little characters that have been killed off and they all wind up in this house. Um, that was called cool. Season 2 Asylum um, which is probably at the time one of my favourite
2: seasons. Oh, um, don't cause... spoil this for me Shane because uh, I'm, I'm like halfway through Season 2.
0: Oh you're halfway through are you? Right okay. Yeah. Um, so Season 2 obviously it's set in a mental asylum. There's a lot of characters in there. There's a lot of really famous people in there. Obviously you've got Jessica Lang in there, Sora Paulson Evan Peters, um, and it, the cool thing is about American Horror Story is like in the ongoing seasons, all of the same ca- all the people that were in season one appear in each of the other series, and the cool thing is each of the series are all interlinked, so there are links to previous of oh, there's previous seasons and future seasons as well. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, so all the characters that you see they're all linked one way or another to all the other seasons.
2: Right, but the actors are playing different characters.
0: Yeah, the actors, they're all the same actors, but they're all playing different characters. Um, So, for instance, season three is about Covenant Witches set in New Orleans. Um, Season four is called Freak Show, which is about circus freaks and all the things that go with it. I mean, you've got Michael Chiklis in that season, Mm. so... Um, yeah, season five, Hotel, which was my personal favourite. Um, Lady Gaga was in that, and she's actually fucking amazing. She's a brilliant actress. I will give her that. Um, hmm. Season six, Roanoke, sucked balls. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it was reality TV. I fucking hate reality TV. So it was like when I watched it, I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Um, and they kept changing up the storyline every few episodes, and I was like, "This is getting old. It's getting boring." Um, season seven was called Cult, which was kind of funny because that was set around the election of Donald Trump, and it's uh, all about a woman who's got various phobias, and they all come into play throughout the entire season. It's kind of twisted a bit, fucked up. Um, season eight was Apocalypse, which for me, it was on a par with Coven, which was season three, because the witches come back from season three in Apocalypse. And then you've got season nine, which is uh, 1984, which is set around, it's set in 1984 and it's based around like serial killers at summer camp and all that kind of stuff. So mm. it harks back to 1980s horror movies. And, Some of the episodes are a bit hit and miss, but you've definitely got a Jason Voorhees kind of serial killer going on, which is actually pretty cool. Um, But it's just been renewed for another four seasons. Oh my God. So it's going up to season 13. And an interesting tidbit of information, when they did, this was a few years ago now, because initially it was only supposed to go up to seven seasons. Um, what they've done, they actually based. It was rumored that each series was based on each level of Dante's Inferno and the layers of hell. <coughs> of hell. So obviously you've got gluttony, greed, sloth, and all that sort of stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. So
0: each of the seven deadly sins, and then you've got the layers of hell to go with it, and, and just carried on going.
2: Huh. Well, I could give you my thoughts on that first season. Um, The first thing I noticed was the pilot episode, the first one. Mm -hmm. I fucking hated it. Mm -hmm. I I thought it was some of the worst television I've ever seen. It was so confusing, and the editing in it is so back and forth, quick cuts. It literally gave me a headache. I was like, how are people fucking watching this show? How can it possibly have this many seasons? This episode is unwatchable. And, like trying to figure out what happened in it they introduce two dozen characters all in the first episode you're like who the fuck are these people some of them are probably ghosts but i'm not you can't pay attention enough because you can't like watch the show because it never takes a second to like let you settle and like get your surroundings i don't know it just it didn't really have any tone or anything thankfully I pushed past that first episode and went on to like the second and third things slowed down a little bit and they started like developing the characters (laughs) Yeah, and um, it it improved. It got better, but I wasn't super sold on the first season. I didn't really love it. I thought it was like, okay, I get it. But unfortunately I had just watched, you know, the, uh, the haunting of Hill house, which is again, it's a haunted house story. And that the haunting of Hill House is about a hundred times better than the first season of American Horror Story. Right. So She's it's paid. hard. It's hard for me to compare the two. Now, now getting yeah. into Asylum, like I said, I'm only probably about halfway through it. I like this one much, much better. There's like more interesting shit going on, and you know they they explain the characters right up front. They don't just like dump everyone in. They right. introduce a character. They give their background. Uh, um, and and they sort of go into everything that they're going through in the insane asylum, what their affliction is or whatever, and I think that works a lot better, um, than what they did. But I will say, in the first season, Jessica Lang is fucking awesome.
0: She's awesome in every season. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. And in season two, she's really good too. As like a Boston um, nun who's like yeah. just out of her goddamn mind. I love it.
0: See, you're only halfway through. Wait until you get into the second half. She gets even
2: better. Oh, good. Good. That's like um, to hear. I'm so enjoying should... it so far, the second season. I'm enjoying yeah. it a lot more.
0: See, a lot of people will say that they didn't enjoy Coven so much, which was season three. Personally, I loved season three because it's set in New Orleans. It's all about witches. It's all about witchcraft and all that kind of stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: I find that stuff kind of fascinating. And you've got the voodoo and you've got the magic as well. and you've got the two warring covens going on. Um, You've got Angela Bassett in season three. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, man. Um, You've got Angela Bassett. um, And can you remember the girl who played um, Precious, the big girl? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, she plays Queenie in season three. She's one of the witches. And... She's fucking awesome. She's so funny. Um, but you've also got cameos. There's a couple, of, a couple of celebrity cameos in there. Stevie Nicks is in it as well. from Fleet with Mac. Um, mm-hmm. Season four, like I said, um, Michael Chiklis is in this one. And it's set around a freak show. And, uh, you know, Jessica Lange in that. She plays a German <laughs> in that one with a German A ac- pretty poor German accent, but she's quite cool. Um, yeah, season five, Lady Gaga plays the Countess, and the the hotel that they're in is actually based on a hotel in history, where a guy created a hotel when he was a mass murderer, and basically people would be checking in, but they wouldn't check out, hmm. because it'd be fucking killing them all. So, Oh,
2: it's, um, what the fuck's that guy's name? Um... Oh, I know who you're talking about. In the TV um, series, he's called uh, Patrick Marsh. I think it's Patrick No, yeah, that was a, yeah, it's a real serial killer. I can't remember the yeah. guy's name. So basically,
0: oh. season five, they sit around that. Um, and for me, the soundtrack was fucking, it was a killer for me because it was all goth classics. So each episode, I mean, you've got Bow you've got Cure, and Sisters of Mercy. Um, every H-H, episode, H.H. Holmes. That's, that's the, the one.
2: guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so every episode I was watching the season five, I was in my element because the soundtrack was perfect. Um, and Lady Gaga can actually act. She's really good. You know, She's
2: talented, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, what's really funny, she doesn't sing, which is, I guess, in a sense, is good for something. But because a lot of people didn't like Hotel because she was in it, they didn't rate her as an actress. Huh. But personally speaking, I thought she put a solid fucking turn as an actor in that. She was great. Um, and season five is gory and bloody as fuck, you know, because that hotel is set around vampire. The theme theme of it is vampires. Um, season six was Roanoke, set around the host at the, the town of Roanoke. Um, the settlers—they all disappeared, bloody, blah, all that kind of stuff. Is
2: it back in like the fifteen hundreds? Like
0: it goes back and forth.
2: Oh, okay. So you get flashbacks.
0: So it's set in the present day, but you get flashbacks. And it's set in the style of a um, reality TV show. Ah. And personally speaking, I thought *Roanoke* Oak was the worst series. And Murder House Season 1, I thought, was the second
2: worst series. (laughs) Okay, good. I'm glad Murder House... because I, I, I wasn't too blown away with Murder House. Yeah, go,
0: God, but um, Cult, do. which was the follow-up to Roanoke, that was obviously set around the presidential campaign of Donald Trump, and there's all the repercussions of what happens with certain characters when Trump gets in. So the series is very anti-Trump, and it comes across like that. And there's like an underlying... Like mystery of a group of people wearing clown masks going around and killing people, which I thought was kind of cool. Hmm.
3: Um,
0: yeah, season eight apocalypse. You've got basically it's the witches are back, and this time there are warlocks. So and they're fighting. There's lots of infighting and murder and hmm. intrigue and all that kind of stuff. And then obviously um, you had 1984, which very much based on nineteen eighty slasher movies. Um, some episodes are good, some are a bit pants.
2: All right. Well, that was a great synopsis, Shane. Mike, have you seen any of these? Uh,
1: I watched the first season and I saw how many people were like praising it, and I just didn't get the praise. So I was like, okay, this is all right. And then I felt like it dragged on a little bit, and I just never continued on with it.
2: Yeah, I, I can see why the, <clears throat> I was not sold on the first season. I'm actually glad that I decided to start the second season uh, because it's, I'm, I'm liking it a lot more. Like It seems like they have a better idea of where they want to go and not just dump as much shit as possible on the screen. As I thought did in the, I thought
1: the characters were real shitty. Like There wasn't really too many like good characters in the first season. Justine everyone... Lang
2: is the only good character. Yeah, she was okay, <laughs> but like
1: I felt like everybody had their demons so much that I just didn't like. Anybody. So I was like, why am I going to continue with this?
0: Yeah. See, yep. is, right, I mean, there's no glaring. Um, there's no glaring kind of links. There's little links. There's little things that link each season. So you have to watch it. And you do have to watch it because you will notice them. It's like um, later on you find out season four is connected to season two in the weirdest way. And you wouldn't notice it otherwise. But it's um, season three and season eight. Obviously they're connected because it's the witches. And season season five is connected with season three and season one. So it's all that kind of stuff. It's all it's all really interesting to watch. Indeed, <laughs> that was a nice low rumble there, Mike.
2: Oh no, that was me. Oh, that was you. I, I was I was muted. I was eating peanuts. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mike. Well, if you're done eating peanuts, what do you got for your uh, for your horror television show you wanted to discuss? Well, I mainly got one, but I also
1: watched a um, powered. Through a horror TV series last night on Netflix. Ooh, yeah. Um, so it's it's a Korean anthology series called Godam or Godam. It's Korean. I'm gonna butcher it. I'm the whitest person in the world. Um, <laughs> but it's
0: is at the moment.
1: But it's uh, it's on Netflix. Um, it's eight episodes for the first season, and each episode is like seven minutes. Um, they're very short um, stories, and they all kind of deal with urban legends and myths. And it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. So there is a story about um, this uh, girl in class. She needs to go to the bathroom, and she wants to go to the bathroom to smoke. And she goes in there, and um, it's revealed... <sighs> It's revealed
3: wow.
1: that... <laughs> it's revealed that she's like one of the top two learners in the in her class, and the other learner has died, so she goes into the bathroom, she starts to smoke, and she hears noises in the bathroom, no one else is in there. You hear doors opening and closing um and then eventually you know something happens uh each episode is like that they're not the most um like unique stories I've ever seen you've seen all this before but it's it's decent i'd give it like a 6 out of 10 it's mm-hmm. literally like 6 or 7 minute episodes i think the last episode's 15 minutes there's also another episode that deals with uh, uh like interdimensional travel with an elevator it has some cool ideas and there's some good gore in there but the the cgi is really bad but yeah it's if you it's something you could get through in like an hour So it's not the... I'd recommend it just for that. The acting's pretty good by these uh, young people. So And it has some spooky elements to it, too. So I'd say check that out. Um, But my main thing I was going to talk about was the Exorcist TV show. And I'm going to put a disclaimer that I haven't watched the second season, even though it's been a few years since it aired. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've only gotten through the first season. But from uh, the first season... I was expecting a really terrible show it's on Fox it's an Exorcist TV show like how good can it be um, but this is uh, created by Jeremy Slater and it aired in 2016
3: uh,
1: good Lord oh, oh I, sorry I powered Easy on down, the peanuts I know I power down some coffee because I have to stop eating in four minutes so I'm like trying to like <laughs> So I, the whole time Shane was talking, I was on mute, just like chugging coffee and eating peanuts. Um, so, yeah, this is uh, created by Jeremy Slater. He wrote Fantastic Four, the new one. Uh, oh, duck, my God. Death <laughs> Note. Fanforestick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wrote uh, Death Note and Lazarus Effect. You know, he doesn't have the most promising uh, resume, but... So, yeah. So this series... Was was hit or miss for me. Um, so it starts off with this woman named Angela Rance, and she's played by Gina Davis, which I was kind of shocked by seeing her in there. Uh, her family is comprised of her, uh, her husband Alan Ruck from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and two two daughters. So uh, the family's obviously falling apart, and the daughters are kind of... One is just survived like a car accident. And her girlfriend was killed in it. And the other daughter is like the promising athlete and everything. And Gina Davis has like an alcohol problem. And the whole family is just kind of, uh, going South. The, her husband, Alan Ruck got into an accident. I think he was like a plumber and he got hit in the head. So his, his, uh, memories, uh, fuzzy. So everything's not going too well. um, Eventually, one of the daughters starts getting some, you know, demonic, demonic shit going on, you know, like the reason why I won't have kids because they're going to be talking to the walls and shit because, you know, I'm not going to be dealing with that. So this show takes place in Chicago, actually, which is pretty neat. And they try to get the help of a new priest named uh, Father Tomas. And he's played by, what the hell is his name? Alfonso Herrera, who I've never really seen him in anything else, but you may know the name. He decides to try to look into the whole exorcism thing and kind of rushes into like, hey, let's give this daughter an exorcism after firsthand seeing what this daughter is capable of. And he tries to get the help. Of a uh, a priest called Ben, his name is and his real name is Ben Daniels, but his name is Father Marcus Keen. And in the very beginning of the show, he's in like this place in Africa, and he's like uh, trying to exorcise this demon out of a little boy. And uh, the demon ends up killing the little boy by like turning his whole neck around and actually like breaking the kid's neck. Mm. And Father Keen, he like. You know, he kind of loses it a little bit. And there's a, another father named Father Bennett, played by Kurt E.J. I can't say the last name, but there's like a hierarchy in place. And that Kurt guy goes to Africa before the little kid dies. And he goes, hey, Marcus, you know, you got to put an end to this. That kid's going to die. And he's like, no, I can get the demon out of him. I can get the demon out of him. Ends up, like I said, the kid ends up dying in that same episode. And so the whole time, you know, Marcus Keene throughout the rest of the season is trying to like rekindle his relationship with the church because the church tells him to he's like, you're done. You're you know, he he ends up pulling a gun on that father, Bennett. (laughs) He's like, no, I am getting (laughs) he's like, I am getting this demon out of this kid. And he ends up getting uh, excommunicated. So uh, the rest of the season involves Alfonso Herrera, Father Tomas trying to. Uh, Exorcise this demon out of one of their daughters, and it's it's a really really well acted show. I was very surprised how good the acting is here. Um, Gina Davis is okay. I, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but like it's obvious she's had like some work done or something. Like her face is just so like plastic surgeryed up, and the oh whole time. You. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't want to judge somebody like that's her thing, but on the way that like she looks, but it was so distracting because she has one emotion throughout the entire season.
2: Oh, don't tell me this. I love Gina Davis. Yes, yeah, so do I. <laughs> and like
1: she. You know, like dude, like the fly, League of Their Own, like all these great movies that she was in, and it's and here it's like she's just like, okay. Maybe I don't know. It's just something about it. Like Val and I were trying to wonder the whole time like, has she had work done? Like I was like looking it up and everything. It's pretty distracting. <laughs> just Looking it up. <laughs> yeah, like while she's like acting on screen. And like she's alright. Um uh, are you guys gonna watch
2: this? Um, I all mean the, I'm really interested in it. One. Okay,
1: well, I won't give out a, a major spoiler then. But uh, there's one major... I like
2: that you're concerned about just me and Shane and not anyone that's I've listening. I've seen it.
1: Well, I've already no seen it. going to be listening. Well, what I was going to say was, like, anybody who's not interested in spoilers, you know, stop listening and then I'd go into it. Yeah, but, uh, no, I've already seen Season 1 of The Exorcist.
2: I mean, I assume there's an exorcism, if that's what you're going to be getting to. I'm not getting to
1: that. I, I mean, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's an exorcism. <laughs> there's several. <laughs> but, yeah, but there is uh there's one key aspect that has to do with Gina Davis's character that
0: yeah. ruined the the season for me. Um Absolutely. I didn't see that coming. And the right. one I saw that. That completely blindsided me.
1: Yeah, I thought it was real stupid. Um and then uh like Gina Davis's mom ends up coming and the mom is a really really weak actress and I just I, the, the show started going downhill for me, but the really thing that really held on for me were the two um, priests, Father Tomas and Father Marcus. I thought they were great, even the Father Bennett character, because the idea later on in the series is that Satan's demons is infiltrating the Catholic Church and wants to convert the Pope to like his cause, and it's fucking awesome. Like that mm. whole thing is badass. Like there's different yeah, demons yeah. and they're having like meetings and shit. Like you see the other side of it. It's a little goofy. But I thought it was it was the story itself is really good. Just there's some aspects of like Gina Davis' character. I think they went like way too far with it. Um I started season two and uh John chose in it and it's it's starts off pretty pretty good. Uh, but I didn't get a chance to finish it. But overall, I'd recommend season one, but man, did they just kind of lose me with some things, some story elements.
2: So is it like, I mean, I know you, you described like some of the stuff like Africa and, and all these, is it related to The Exorcist at all? Um, is like I, Pazuzu in it?
1: Uh, yes. Okay. So
2: <laughs> without spoiling, that's it. Yeah.
1: Like I it's it's hard it's really hard not to spoil it. So yeah. Do what Sweet. do what you will with that information. I don't so would
2: s- you say are you are you looking forward to finishing this up? Yeah, it's
1: uh because the season two uh follows uh, two characters from the first season and i'm really interested to see where it goes the like i said the acting is spot on so and then from what i've seen in season two the acting continues to be spot on so i'm pretty mm-hmm. pretty excited to finish it up i'm just i'm waiting for Valdo to, to finish it up maybe i'll bring it up in a future uh, episode but yeah i would say exorcist season one's worth checking out it's on hulu that's how i watched it with the fucking okay, good with the fucking ads Even with an
2: ad block, it still blacks out your screen for like a minute and a half and it's
1: infuriating.
2: (laughs) Well, see, I don't even have that because like uh, when I'm watching Hulu, it's either on my Xbox or on like my DVD player or whatever. So there's no getting around it. It, it, And for whatever reason, I will say this. My DVD player plays the same two ads over and over. No, it's the the same thing. The Xbox has a slightly larger variety. That's weird. It's so weird because I just I have
1: Hulu on my TV and uh, yeah, it, it plays the same shit. over. I was watching uh, um, what we do in the shadow season two, which I should have talked about that too. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I watched. Seen, I haven't seen season one yet. Oh my god, season a real quick rundown. Season one is like I'd give what we do in the Shadows a perfect ten out of ten. It's one of my Yo, favorite. Wow. It's one of my favorite horror comedies. I feel like it's. Yeah. The TV show or the movie? The movie. I feel like it's both, like, respected well, and it's given, like you said about the thing earlier, it's given a great, perfect score, but I also feel like it's mildly underrated as well, because, like, a lot
2: of people watch the show but not the movie. I think the thing is, like, a lot of people, uh, non-horror people, haven't seen What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, Right. So I think I think like everyone should see it, like my mom would love that movie, yeah,
1: like uh, it's it's written so well, like written in quotes, because it was mostly improvised, but like I was going into the show not really expecting much because that's kind of hard to you know like live up to but Takawatiti and uh jeremy clement are both like involved in it very heavily and see i like i'd give the movie a perfect 10 out of 10 i'd give the show like a 9 out of 10 the cast the, the writing i mean oh, jesus christ you got matt barry in it for god's sakes like you gotta yeah. watch it um <laughs> the season two though i felt was really nah it was weak but like weak for the standards of the the acting and everything like the actors are in it are still great. The writing's still good, but I felt like there was a lot more weak episodes in it. So, but yeah, it's – I forgot what I was saying. But, yeah, go watch <laughs> go, go watch. Exorcist. Go watch The Exorcist. Yeah, go watch Exorcist season one because I, I would recommend it. Uh, but Gina Davis, I, I think it was miscast. I think she was miscast, and I think her mother was miscast. Everyone else does a pretty good job. Wow. Wow.
2: All right, cool. I'll, uh, I don't know. I, I'll probably watch it eventually. <laughs> you know, I'm not big on these, like, horror shows. Like, I just, for whatever reason, like, if I, when I watch a show, it's usually I'm watching it, like, with Elisa, and she doesn't like to watch, like, a lot of the horror shit. So, you know, we'll watch stuff more along the lines of, like, um, Breaking Bad or, like, uh like crime stuff and you know dramas and and stuff like that when we actually get invested in a show i mean obviously we watch all of naked and afraid but that isn't really no i'm the same i know exactly you what you're to. saying i know exactly yeah. what you're
1: saying because i can't watch. I, I find horror shows boring it's probably why i can't watch american horror stories i feel like they drag it out or like if it's meant to be horror it's it's on tv like how really good can it be and that's I'm sure. Why I think
2: the the Netflix ones work so well, because they're like, we've got literally like eight episodes, like we're just going to fucking dump out this like cool story. It's, it's like a book, you know, yeah. where they, they can get more involved in a regular movie and really get into the characters, but stretch it out to eight episodes, and then that's it, you're done. That's the whole fucking package.
1: And that's what I'm worried about, sidetrack, because I just started reading The Stand by Stephen King. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm like... I'm on chapter 24, but I'm also like a quarter way through the book. Because um, I'm reading the. <laughs> you ex- already th-
2: at 24. That's so weird.
1: Yeah. Um, so, I've. yeah. So, but they're making The Stand into a CBS TV show. And I'm like, oh. I just started The Stand, basically. I'm only on like page 200, and there's like a thousand pages of this goddamn thing. And I love the book so far. But, like, I don't understand how you can make a CBS show. Out of this, and I'm sure Stephen King is just getting those checks in. Like, I—that's the reason why I don't want to do like horror TV shows because it's—I just feel like it's. Well, we've got a certain amount of time to do it. Let's take out a whole bunch of shit that works in the book or you know movie, and let's throw it into the TV show or take it out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah, that's, I'm with you. It's my
2: rant. I—I I, I think Netflix series work really well for these. I mean, not just Netflix. I'm talking, like, any, like, online series, you know, uh, Amazon or Hulu or whatever, where they, it's, like, a, dist- a package, and it tells the whole story over a course of a few episodes, eight to ten or whatever, and, like, get in, get out, that's done. I mean, one of the things I hate on some of those Netflix series is when they drag it out, and you have, like, one or two extra episodes than you need. You're like, you didn't need that episode. Nothing happened. You could have cut that out. And I feel like network TV, that shit happens just constantly constantly they're yeah. just looking for filler episodes to just take up they're like oh we got enough money to film 23 episodes so we have to make 23 episodes out of this story that we only need eight episodes to tell
1: that happened in a show and I'm trying to think what show it was I've talked about it on here oh uh twin peaks I feel like twin peaks season 2 could have ended halfway through yeah you know, and then they like drag it out for the rest of the series. And like, as much as I love Twin Peaks, like a lot of those episodes in season two were garbage. Besides, mm-hmm. like the last two episodes were phenomenal. But uh, they they just do that, man.
2: Yep, that'll happen. All right, cool. Well, you guys got any other ones you want to talk about? Oh, I haven't. No, I haven't.
3: We took right, well, the uh, we took a lot of used boxes. Mine up.
2: American Horror Story, you son of a bitch. So, I'm surprised. I considered doing, like, Tales from the Crypt, and I'm like, oh, it's been a few years since I watched those. I should go back.
0: See, you say that I considered doing The Strain, but I just couldn't be bothered to watch watch it all over again.
1: Yeah, I've read a little bit. I've read, like, half of the book of The Strain, and that was so good. I don't know why I didn't finish it, but I can't really bring myself to watch the TV series.
0: See, the... The TV series, there's four seasons of it. Oh, fuck it. I might as well talk about it. Um, the TV series, there's four seasons of it. And they're each of the seasons, they're based on the three books by Chuck Hogan and Guillermo Del Toro. Now, season one started off promising because obviously it was, it was heavily based on the first book, which was great. But then they started changing things around with season two. And there was like certain scenes in season two that aren't in the book and they basically did a cut and paste job of like get changing character deaths around and all this kind of stuff you know just basically taking the story the original plot and then changing up to suit their own needs for tv which i thought sucked really um but basically the strain itself um is a collection of books it's three books written by Guillermo del Toro and Chuck Hogan and it's the series stars um Corey Stoll, David Bradley and Kevin Durand um as well as a few others uh like Jonathan Hyde, Richard Samuel uh, Miguel Gomez and um well, a few others, you know, um, but it's the book itself. It starts off where a train, uh, a train, a plane lands on American soil in New York. And when the plane lands, it becomes silent, it becomes cold, and there's no life on board at all. So when the CBC go in to ex- um, examine the plane, they find a group of survivors. And basically everybody on the plane is dead. Um, and they're trying to figure out what it is that's killed everybody. Now, these group of survivors, um, get taken into the CDC or, um, but, uh, kind of like an emergency area in the airport sort of thing where they discover these people, the survivors are basically, um, there is something wrong with them. They're trying to work out what it is um, because it appears as though they're dead. But they don't realise at the CDC that these people have been picked by the Master Vampire to become his vessels. So over the over the episodes, you see them slowly transforming into the Strigoi, which is Del Toro's version of the vampires. And their look is very similar to the Reavers. Or the reapers, sorry, in Blade Two. So they've got the opening moors with the barb and the tongue, the the stinger that comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, it progresses over the course of the following seasons because each of the seasons follow the books. Um, and then it gets to season two. And season two picks up a little bit. You know, it gets a bit interesting. Um, The Strigoi are making themselves known. They are attacking in, like, you know, with no... um, No... I forgot the word I was going to use then. No discrimination. There we go. There we go. Yeah, they're basically attacking people with no discrimination whatsoever. So they don't care who they're turning or who they're feeding on. That Everybody who they feed on gets turned. So, basically, it turns out the plan of the Strigoi is to try and take over the world. Hmm. Rid the world of humanity and just become vampires. But, obviously, there are many flaws in that plan. And it goes from there and then it kind of picks up. And then you've got Season 3 where they've managed to try and destroy most of the Strigoi, but it's basically down to this core group of five or six people who are trying to end it all. And then you get to season four and then, but it's really funny because I don't remember watching much of season four or if I actually watched it at all, but I'm pretty sure I did. I can't fucking remember. But, um,
3: <laughs> you know, it was
0: like, they should, initially they should have been only three seasons. So they were going to base each season on each of the books, but then they extended it to four seasons. So they added more storyline into it, which made no sense and had no relation to the book whatsoever
2: so we, we, is it worth going through Shane what do you think
0: um, it's a slow burner there are some great episodes there's some good acting but basically the CGI isn't that great the prosthetic the makeup itself is really good um, with the strigoy they're really good but overall mm-hmm. it's, I mean it's like the CGI in it is kind of poor because basically it came out around about the same time as one of the seasons of Walking Dead from like six years ago and it's like all the money went into into the walking dead and there was hardly any money thrown at the strike all Uh, right cool yeah but there is um there is a familiar face in season one um oh what's his fame what's his fucking name in um Dream Master. Wish Master. No, Re- Wish Master. Oh, Wishmaster. oh, what was his bloody name? Andrew Divov? Huh, what?
2: Andrew Divov?
0: Yeah, he's he's in one of the episodes. Mm-hmm. You've got Doug Jones is in there as well. Um, you've got <laughs> um, Sean Astin's in it as well. Oh, really? Yeah, he's in it. Robert Mallet plays the master. Robert Mallet is a fucking gigantic dude. He's like six foot tall. He's like seven foot tall. And he's just fucking huge. No, hang on. He voices the character. I think it's Robert. Um, Robin Atkins Downs plays the master. Um, And in height, he's just fucking huge. Hmm. Yeah, he's just massive. Yeah, he's like seven foot tall or something like that. But he's been in quite a lot. He's also been in a lot of games. He's did a lot of games, so he was like Gears of War and um, Batman the Killing Joke. Did the vo- lots of voice acting. Um, Batman and Harley Quinn. Batman the Enemy Within. Strain. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Um, he was in the TV series as a butler in Constantine, City of Demons. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he's been in quite a lot. But, uh, nice. yeah, he was in Last of Us two as well, and he plays Carmichael in the Umbrella Academy.
2: Carmichael, I just watched Umbrella Academy. Yeah, I've
0: season not watched two. it. Yet. I've
2: not watched season one yet. I'm uh, season season one is better than season two. But there's okay. like s- some episodes in season 2 are fucking brilliant. Like it's one of those things that season 2 probably isn't as good as 1. Yeah. But there are there's like one or two episodes that are just like fucking <laughs> perfect, like really good. Cool. So, more hit and miss. But. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this shit up, boys. I think we got enough f- to unload on the world <laughs> for one episode. Yeah, we did a lot. Yeah, we've been uh, going for two hours and twenty minutes. It's been a journey. Oh my god! <laughs> I only have two hours and seven minutes, Shane, that I've been well, recording.
0: Well, right, okay. See, according to Skype, we've been on
2: for two hours and fourteen minutes. Maybe you guys have.
1: I got yeah, two hours, fourteen minutes. That's yeah, weird. I don't know. We're waiting. On I joined something. an ad. Remember,
2: I, I had to shut my computer down. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we are yeah. waiting on something. I can't really put my finger on although. it. Who was, was, was that?
2: We were waiting on someone, weren't we? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Shane. He had to take a <laughs> shit.
1: Speaking of, man, two cups of coffee.
2: Woo! And all <laughs> those
1: peanuts. Oh, I know. That's why I do it.
0: That's why I you'll do it. You'll be pinging out your ring piece in no time. <laughs> be like shooting bullets. <laughs> well, I only eat
1: from noon to four every day, so I had to fucking skirt that shit down.
2: Jesus. That would be such a hassle. <laughs> there are times like in that specific time zone. There's just I just don't have time to eat like between noon and four. I got I got all the time in the world. Oh my god.
0: So <laughs> I had dinner before while we started this, so that was all good.
2: Yep, I got a pizza that's waiting to be made.
1: Oof. What kind? I don't know. Okay, <laughs>
2: I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna open the fridge and I'm gonna see what's in it, and that's what's going on. In that what fucking kind dough.
1: What uh? What's the the company?
2: There's no company. I, I, oh, I you're went, making it. Yes, I'm making it. Good. So I don't know what's going on, it, Mike. We're gonna find out. Uh, I you, one thing I do know there is a small amount of homemade pesto that's left, so that's definitely going uh, on there. That makes a good place <laughs> And, and we'll see what happens after that. I
1: can eat pizza every day. Every uh, meal.
2: It is the perfect food. I it think. is. Like, it's everything
1: you want. I've been on keto and intermittent fasting for two weeks now. And I've dropped over 10 pounds already. And, like, pizza got me into this mess.
2: <laughs> it's pizza's fault.
1: <laughs> yeah. And when I pass my test in, in October, I'm going to be going on a bender of pizza uh, yeah. again. There's going to be a Ooh.
2: celebration of... Cheese, sauce, and dough. Oh, I can't wait. We uh, This is stupid. We had a uh, I, Apparently, I had a discussion with my cousins at one point when we were really drunk, and we had this, like, what's the worst pizza toppings to get? And, like, I don't know, at some point in my, like, drunken stupor, I, like, texted one of my cousins um, <laughs> what was it was <laughs> extra sauce, no cheese. And, and she, like, Got a Facebook memory of me like sending that to her, and she didn't at first realize it was a memory. And she thought it was me like asking her to get me a pizza with extra sauce and no cheese. And she's like, What the fuck is this?
1: Even ex dude, even like it would still be that. just dough it and sauce. Still...
2: I would, it's like you know, fried dough and domino- fair yeah. That's what she was saying. She's like, oh, "I'm gonna get you. That, I'm gonna get you that pizza and just show up to your house one day." And I'm like, "I'll eat it. It'll it'll show up and I will eat it." I have this place
1: by me. It's called Nona's, and they for six bucks you get this giant ass slice of pizza. Like it's hard for people to even finish it. It's really? only six bucks. It's
3: like a half. of pizza. Could,
1: <laughs> it's like yeah. Don't even get me started. I could eat like two of those, no fucking problem. But it's so. It's like a mile away. It's six bucks and it fills you up. Like it I it's just the reason why I got so fat. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I
0: just got fat cuz I was lazy
2: I didn't much chocolate. Yeah, chocolate never did it for me. It was definitely yeah, cheese and bread. <laughs> Chips, oh my god. Anything salty, that's horrible for you. All right, let's <clears throat> get the fuck out of here. What are we doing? <laughs> now I'm getting hungry. I'm getting hangry is what I'm getting. Uh-oh. All right, boys. Uh, well, thanks for showing up, and everybody, thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, if you want to get a hold of the podcast, again, our Gmail, all you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. The Facebook group, all you need is blood. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me on Twitter, I'm at Ryan Tutelo. On Instagram, all you need Ryan. I'm on the Facebook group. I'm on the upcoming com message board. Um, I don't know. You'll find me around somewhere on the UHM Facebook group as well. Um, but yeah. Uh, if you need to get a hold of us, let us know Mike, what's your contacts?
1: Um, I'm, I do the Instagram page, all you need is blood podcast Which I completely forgot To do a post On our newest bitch. episode I, have, I, I, I. I remembered you tagged me in it And I'm like, oh I should make a post about that I just never did it So, didn't um,
0: tag me, did you? Wait, what? Ryan didn't tag me When did I tag, tag- you? In Facebook Oh, Facebook, oh yeah, that Oh, yeah, man.
1: like I saw that yeah, I saw that you finished editing it and released it, but i never made a post on it. But otherwise I'm on uh Facebook. Uh I'm on the forum, so go to the forum and participate so you can watch the thing. Yeah, talk about the and... thing
2: and Mike can yell at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll really get a big following. <laughs> I, love <to> it. <laughs> I didn't yell at anybody. Not yet. It's coming. Yeah, it'll come. <laughs> Wait till this guy says he didn't love it. <laughs> <laughs> he either has to give it like a 9 or a ten. 10 right, If he ca- gets any lower than a 9 In case I cut that part out oh. Because I might have um, Somebody on the forum had said They never saw the thing but they don't think it's going to be as good As everyone says it is And Mike was not pleased With his response
1: Well like okay this guy goes into a paragraph And he's like yeah I think it's overrated And this and that and then at the very end, he's like, well, I'm going to watch it. I'll let you know tomorrow. I'm going to try to keep an open mind. I'm like, I don't think you're going to. I don't think you're going to keep an open <laughs> mind. I think you're going to say it's, like, okay or something. Give it, like, a six or seven. Quote me. He's going to give it, like, a six or seven out of ten. He's like, I thought it was good. I think, still think it's a little overrated.
3: Oof.
2: Coming in hot. Yes. <laughs> Sorry about that. Hey. hey. <laughs> Oh, Pat. Center yourself. Hey, Sh- <laughs> Shane, how can we get a hold of you?
0: <laughs> Do you really want to? No one does. Um, I mean, you can get me on Instagram, roboginger 74 You can find me on Twitter, Dental Society. And um, obviously, uh, all you need is blood Facebook group. Pretty much.
2: All right, great. All right, well, everybody, thanks for listening. Fellas, thanks for joining me. And we'll be back with another episode we're into the 90s now guys it's it's only a couple steps away
1: i think these next 10 episodes which will take us about another year and a half yeah, to do right. well well it should be really special
2: <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> well, <that's> just, standard.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just normal degenerates oh, just talking shit, shit. About movies,
2: it's a fire. We should get like a special guest on each, and we haven't had a special know, guest we, in a while. We haven't done guests in a while. We got to do something.
1: Bring we got to bring George or you know somebody. Yeah.
2: All right. We somebody we'll start somebody on with that. some expertise for a change instead of just us and our nonsense.
0: Maybe we should get three completely different presenters. Oh, that'd be know. a good idea. Yeah, just get three other people to talk about all you need is blood movies and. And then I'm Ryan sure. can I'll just run. edit it. Yeah, oh, that'd be yeah, great. And then, I
2: would love doing that. Yeah.
0: We should do that. Do that for the 100th episode. <laughs> Get three completely different people. Oh, by the way, yeah, you guys are taking over. See ya.